Welcome to the Addison Free Will Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. Here you can find sermons from our Sunday and Wednesday night services. You can find more information about the ministry of Addison FWB Church on our website, addisonfwbchurch.org. Today's sermon, preached by Pastor Matt Smith, is titled, Seek Ye the Lord While He May Be Found, from Isaiah chapter 55, verses 6 through 9. We'll be in the book of Isaiah, chapter 55. We're going to start about verse 6. Real familiar scripture. Give you a minute to find it. If you got a testimony, you better give it. Don't take it home with you. It's not going to do you no good to take it home with you. It's not going to do me any good or somebody else either. So the book of Isaiah, chapter 55, verse 6 says, Seek ye the Lord... While he may be found, call you upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let, and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon for my thoughts are not your thoughts neither are your ways my ways saith the Lord for as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts let's bow our head my heavenly father Lord God I ask you Lord just to empty me out of myself Lord and fill me for your spirit Lord and just to have your word and your word to go out Lord the way you have it to go that it won't come back void and Help us just accomplish your word and do what you have to do. We ask these things in Jesus Christ, his holy, precious name. Amen. You may be seated. Now thought tonight for a text, seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Amen. You know, I was thinking about it, I was looking that up. You know, seek says attempt to find something. Then it also says attempt or desire to obtain or achieve something, or ask for something from someone. So we're seeking the Lord while he may be found. And I thought, you know, the word of God says right here, it says, seek the Lord while he may be found. And I tell you, I was looking, I got to thinking, it says, seeking while he may be found. Evidently, there's going to be a time when he can't be found. You know, some people don't like to hear that. But I don't tell you, I didn't come tonight to tell you what I think about it. I come tonight to tell you what the Word of God says about it. It says right there in the book of Proverbs, chapter 1, verse 24, God says, Because I have called, and ye refused, I have stretched out my hand, and no man regarded. But you have said it not all my counsel, and would none of my reproof. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh, when your fear cometh as desolation, and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind. When the stress and anguish cometh upon you, then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They, ha- they shall seek me early, but they shall not find me, for they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. 
They would none of my counsel. They despise my reproof. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and shall be filled of their own devices. The Lord has called, and he has called, but you have not answered. There's going to come a day when you're going to call upon the Lord and you're not going to be able to find it. Today is the day of salvation. Now is the acceptable time to be saved. There's no better time to be saved. Seek him while he may be found. He can be found today. But I tell you what, there's a day coming when he's not going to be found according to the word of God because he has called and you have refused. He has stretched out his hand to you, his right hand. Jesus Christ is stretched out now so you may be saved. While he can be found. We need to call upon him while he can be found. I tell you what, there's a day coming when he's not going to be found. He's going to laugh when you call on him. He's going to laugh because he has called you. You know, I've, I've asked people to come to church. I've tried to get them to come. They'll laugh right in my face and say no. But they're not laughing in my face. They're laughing in God's face. They're saying, I don't need him. I don't need to be saved. But I tell you what, there's coming a day when that, when that time's right, they're going to call on the Lord and they're not going to be able to find him. Praise his holy name. We need to seek him while he can be found. It says right there, therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. Come on, man. The Bible says there's a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the ways thereof are the ways of death. See, that's, the, that's the, our own way. Our own way ain't no good. I tell you what, I lived my own way before, before I got saved. I was living my way the way I wanted to live it, and I was in misery. You know what I'm talking about, Brother Rich? We all was living for ourselves. We was all living the way that we wanted to live. I tell you what, I tell you, we was on our own way to hell today until we got to know Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. That's what it's all about today. I ain't getting to heaven because I'm good. I'm getting there because he's good. You heard us say this morning that our, there's none good, no, not one. Nobody's any good except for Jesus Christ. Seek him. Well, he may be found. He's the way. He's the truth. He's the life. Do you want any of those things? Do you want to go to heaven? It's through and by Jesus Christ. Seek him. Well, he may be found. I tell you, I, I, don't, I don't want to have to depend on my way. I don't want to depend on my devices. I don't want to depend on getting to heaven any other way but through and by the blood of Jesus Christ because there is no other way. You know, people have tried throughout the years to try to find another way to heaven, but there is no other way. The Bible says if you try to find it, go another way to heaven, you're the same as a thief and a robber. You're not going to make it. 
Jesus is the only way. If you want to go to heaven, you better seek him while he may be found. Praise his holy name. He's worthy of all praise. We can't praise him enough. I tell you, I, I seek the Lord while he may be found. But I'm glad that the Lord seeked me one day. See, he wasn't lost. I was lost. You was lost. He comes seeking for you one day. Tell you what, people say, I don't understand it. They left the 99 behind. They go look for that one lost sheep. You understand it just fine when you're that one lost sheep. When he's seeking you. When he's calling for you. He knows exactly where you're at. I tell you what, but I'm glad he came seeking. We need to seek him. Well, he may be found. Once we get saved, it ain't over. It's just begun. That's when we seek him. To get closer to the Lord. Tell you what, you, we can get just as close. You can get just as close to the Lord as you want to get. Amen. Some people, I don't think, wants to get too close. But I tell you, if you want to get close to him, you can. What, how do you do it? You get in his word. If you want to know about somebody... you get to know a little bit more about them. And if you want to know a little bit more about the Lord, you get in his word and pray and talk to him. You know, I was talking this morning about, you know, fathers. What do they want from their children? They want the best for their children. They want to talk to their children. They want their children to talk to them any time of day. It don't matter what it is. They want, to, they want that communion with their family. And God wants that same communion with you and me. He wants to hear from his children, not just when we're in need. But how about this saying, good morning, Father. How are you today? I believe that. I like to hear that from my children. How you doing, Dad? What are you up to today? See, God, he likes to hear that same thing from his children. We need to seek him. I believe, you know, we seek him while he can be found. But I think we ought to seek him just to draw closer to him. Not just seek him while he may be found to be saved. But after we get saved, I believe we ought to seek him to get closer to him, to know more about him, because one of these days we're going to be living with him. One of these days we're going to be in heaven where we'll never worry about no more sin like the Sunday school lesson this morning. There'll be no sin in heaven. There'll be nothing in heaven that's going to hurt you. We need to seek him because one of these days he's going to call our name. If we all don't get to go in the rapture, we're going to go by the way of the grave. But I tell you, like Laura said today, be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. I tell you what, are you ready? Are you seeking him today? I believe we ought to seek him every day. When I go to bed tonight, I'll be thinking about the Lord. I'll be praying. When I wake up in the morning, 
It's hard to tell what song I'm going to be humming. But I guarantee it's going to be about Jesus. Because he's on my mind. He's not only on my mind, he's on my heart. Because I tell you what, he's, he's done so much. I know he's done for other people, but I tell you what, you don't realize unless you know where the Lord brought me from, you can't realize how much I love him. And I think every Christian should be able to say that. Because he has brought us so far. He's done so much for each and every one of us. He woke us up this morning. He gave us a nice big church to come out here to worship him with, to have communion with the great God of the universe. The one that created everything. Created you and me. Created all the animals and the stars and the moon and the sun and everything. He created everything, but yet he wants that communion with you and me. What greater love that a man laid down his life for his friends. Amen. He loves us. He wants us to seek him. You know, I know seeking why he can be found. I, I believe that's talking about you need to get right with God. If you're lost or if you're a backslidden, you need to get seeking why he can be found. But I tell you what, you're a child of God. I believe you ought to be seeking him just to get closer to him. Because you want to. You know, I've had people say, well, how, how come you go to church all the time? I said, I go because I get to. Not because I have to. I go to church because I got desire in my heart to be in God's house, to be around God's children, to hear the testimonies of God's people, to hear the songs and praises sung to him, to uplift his name, to hear the priest's word, to be around God's people. I tell you, when you're out there in the world, you, I tell you what, if you work in a place where I work, you would be glad to be in a place where Christian people do well. Praise his name. I'm thankful that he gave us a nice big church to worship him. Well, there's people, there's people in this world right now, tonight, under persecution just for serving God, for preaching the word, for witnessing to people. And here we are, we got a nice big building, nice big parking lot. We can park right out here in the front. Walk right through the front door. We don't got to hide. We don't got to go and try to sneak in a cave or sneak in a basement somewhere to praise God. But he let us come in here and praise him right here. We need to seek him while he may be found. Praise his name. Over the book of Ecclesiastes 12, 13 says, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the duty of man. That's the duty of man. And I believe I've heard Brother Ennecott quote that a few times. That's the whole duty of man. To fear God and keep his commandments. Do you love the brother? That's how you know you pass from life unto death because you love the brother. 
And I say, that's what the Word of God says. This is the whole duty of man. To fear, it's the conclusion of the whole matter. If you ever wondered, it says this, here, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep His commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. I tell you what, it ain't hard to keep the commandments. It ain't hard to love God when he, when Jesus is living right here. I can't do it on my own. But through Jesus Christ, who lives within every child of God, we can make it. We'll make, we can make it all the way. Tell you what, because Jesus is living within us, we're not, we don't live to ourselves. We don't die to ourselves. The choices we make in this life, it, it affects other people. I've seen, I've seen decisions made. And I've seen other people suffer from it. I tell you what, we need, I need, whenever I make a decision, whenever I make a choice, I need to think, who all is this going to affect? Because yeah. I tell you, it don't just affect me. It affects you. What you, might, what you all might decide to do, you might make a decision, it affects this more than you. We need to look around. We need to see the big picture. I tell you what, we need to follow Jesus. We need to seek him. Well, no matter what we're going through, he's the answer. Don't matter what kind of decisions that you're going to make. If you're going to buy a new car, if you're going to buy a new house, if you're going to get another job, seek God. See what he says. You might be able to get a job making three times much that you're making now. But if God ain't in it, it's not worth it. Amen. The Bible says if you gain all the money in the world, what good would that do you if you lost your soul? It ain't worth it. Your soul was precious. It took the blood of Jesus Christ to save it. Tell you what, it's priceless today. In God's eyes it is. God gave the best he had so that we all can go to heaven. I tell you what I'm going to do. I, I'm going to seek the Lord. Not, I'm going to seek him while he can be found, but I'm going to seek him every day. We need to pray. Brother Rick told me when I first got saved, he said, well, If you want to stay saved, you do these three things. You go to church, every time the doors are open, as much as possible. Read the word and pray. Amen. He says, you do them three things, the devil can't do nothing with you. See, the devil don't care how many Bibles you have. If you don't open them up, he ain't got a problem with that. But if you start opening them up and reading it and applying it to your life and praying and going to church, that makes him real nervous. I'll tell you, right, right over here in Luke chapter 18, talking about seeking the Lord. It says, two men went up into the temple to pray. 
the one a Pharisee and the other a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank thee that I am not as other men or extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. I fast twice in a week. I give tithes that all I possess and the publican standing afar off will not lift so much his eyes unto heaven, but smote his breast, saying, God be merciful to me, a sinner. The, public, the, the Pharisee stood and said, I'm glad I'm not like this guy right here. I fast twice a week. I give tithes all of my money. I'm glad I'm not like this old publican over here. And the publican wouldn't even look up, smote his chest, said, Lord, I'm a, sa a sinner, save me. Who do you think went home and justified that day? i tell you what the Bible says right here. Jesus says this. It's in the red letters. He said, I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone that exalteth himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. I tell you, you get down, I tell you what, and ask God just to save you, he will raise you up. When I fell, God, I asked the Lord, forgive me. He picks me up. Amen. I don't pick myself up. I try to help pick somebody else up, but I don't pick myself up. God picks me up and forgives me, dust the dust off from me, and I go on. Seeking while he be found. You know, I can remember when I first got saved, when I mess up. I thought, well, I'm through. I done went too far. Lord don't want nothing to do with me. And Brother Rick would say, you think God's sitting up there waiting for you to mess up and just throw a lightning bolt at you and say you're done? He said, no. You ask for forgiveness and you let it go. And you start on that trail. Amen. On that straight and narrow road and don't look back. Right. You just do your best for the Lord. He'll be right there with you every step of the way. I tell you what, so we need to seek him while he can be found. I, I've said it before, I, I'm my worst critic. I'm the worst person to forgive myself. God will forgive me. And like Laura said this morning, asked how many times the Lord forgives you from something and you carry it, carry it around with you. Yeah. I'm guilty of that. The Lord will forgive me from something and here I, I get back up from the altar instead of leaving that burden there. Tell you what, if you're like me, you pick it right back up and you take it right back out the door with you. But what we need to do, we need to leave it at the altar. When we get up, leave it there because God's the only one that can do something about it. Amen. He, he said, cast all your burdens on me. Cast all your cares on me for I care for you. He loves you tonight. Seek him while he may be found. Amen. Praise his name. Amen. He says, if you're seeking, you'll find him. 
Knock, and it shall be open to you. We need to knock. We need to seek him. And I'm talking about myself. I need to seek him more. I get in his word, and as I'm reading, I try my best to visualize it the best I can. Because I, I want to know more about him. I want, I want to know just as much about him as I possibly can. I want to get just as close to him as I possibly can. I would like to just get so close like anything. I like to hear God say, come on over here. Come on home. We're closer to my house when you are yours. Why don't you just come and see what I got prepared for you? I like to live a life that close. I tell you, I like to just look up one day. The Bible says when you see all these things come to pass, look up for your redemption draws nigh. I believe every, I believe every Christian should be looking up. I don't think we got any business looking down. I don't think we should get down on ourselves. But, oh, I know we do, but we shouldn't. I think we ought to look up because our redemption is drawing nigh. I mean, you look around, you can open the Bible up, and you can lay a newspaper on the side of it. Yep. It's coming to pass. I don't know when the Lord's coming back. Nobody does. But I know, but I know one thing. He's coming back. He's coming back after a prepared people. You're not going to make it to heaven and say, whoa. I'm surprised. Now you're going to get there because you made preparations, like Brother Endicott says, to see what the other side looks like. And it's easy. Jesus did the hard part. He went to the cross. They beat him half to death. He arose again on the third day. All we got to do is just trust him. That's all we have to do. In the book of Acts 17 verse 27 says they should seek the Lord if happily they might feel after him and find him though he be not far from every one of us for in him we live and move and have our being as certain also of your own poets have said for we are also his offspring. He's not far. Right now. That's why seek him while he can be found. He's close. He's here tonight. He's in the house. God is in the house. Are you prepared to go? If he was to call your name right now, could you say that you're all right? That you're ready to go? Because he's coming in a day and an hour that you think not. He says, in a day and an hour, you think not, the Son of Man is coming back. I don't know when he's coming back, but I'm looking for him. I believe he puts that in our heart. I want to just live down here just as long as I can, to be just as aggravating as I can possibly be. And then one day, when the Lord calls me, I can say it's been good. But the best is yet to come. We can't comprehend what we got prepared for us. But I tell you what, it's going to be good. We're not going to be sorry. 
We'll never, you'll never, when you get to heaven, you'll never hear anybody say, I'm sorry that I got saved. Everybody's going to be glad they got saved. My only regret is I wish I got saved a whole lot sooner. Praise his holy name. In the book of Revelation, Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door knock. If any man hear me, I will open to him and come in and sup with him and he with me. To have that fellowship. Jesus is knocking, but you have to open the door. It's up to us. We're the ones that got to open the door. These I have a picture up here with Jesus knocking. There wasn't no door knob there. You got to open that up. You got to open the door. And I was thinking about, you know, seek the Lord, seek the Lord while he may be found. I was thinking about old Daniel today. When he got put in that lion's den for praying, he didn't wait till he got put in the lion's den to pray. He already seeked the Lord. He seeked the Lord. He prayed three times a day. Daniel prayed. He didn't wait till trouble come. He didn't wait till he got thrown in a lion's den to pray. He was already prayed up. And that's what we need to do. We need to make sure that we're prayed up. We don't need to wait till trouble comes our way. See, that's what America does. Just like at 9-1-1, 9-11. When the terrorists hit them, Twin Towers. President and all of them saying, pray, pray, pray. You know, they should have been saying, pray, pray, pray the day before it happened. Amen. Amen. Because the day after it happened, they don't need any more prayers. See, people wait till they get in trouble. That's when they want to pray. But I believe if we had prayed in the good times, it would outweigh the bad times. Because God's right there. He's the God of the mountain. He's the God of the valley. He's God today, and we're not. His ways are higher than our ways. I don't, I don't understand his ways. I don't pretend to know his ways because his ways, his thoughts are not like my thoughts. They're not like your thoughts. He is everlasting Father. He has all power, all glory, all honor belongs to him. Not to anybody else. It don't matter who's singing. It don't matter who's preaching. It don't matter who's testifying. The honor goes to him. That's why I believe we ought to be in his house. Don't matter who's preaching. Don't matter who's singing. We need to come to worship him. We need to come and praise him. That because he he's the one that paid the price. He's the one that we need to be seeking while he may be found. Are you seeking today? Praise his holy name. God says if my people call my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways he'll hear from heaven. He will bless you. His people. We're his people. We're his children. He loves us today. Seeking while he may be found. Jeremiah says, And ye shall seek me and find me when ye shall search for me 
with all your heart. You know, a lot of people are seeking with their mouth, but you need to seek him with your heart. Amen. That's what it's all about. It don't matter. I remember hearing Brother Rick say, it don't matter how high you can jump. What matters is what direction you're going when your feet hit the floor. Are you going straight? Are you living for God? That's what matters. Are you seeking Him while He may be found? If you're here today and you're lost, I pray as we get ready to get a song that you will seek Him and call on His name while He may be found. He's here. You can find Him tonight. All you got to do is reach out for Him. He's waiting. Come as we stand. You've been listening to the Addison Free Will Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. You can find more information and explore our outreach ministries on our website at addisonfwbchurch.org. Thank you for listening.